Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to another issue of Comic Book Tales. Um, I have one correction from last issue, and that was I referenced a comic book called Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition, and it was a basically an A to Z of every character up to that point that existed in the Marvel Universe, dead or alive. Uh, and I didn't give the full title, um, and that's my fault. So it, it's actually the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition. There was a previous edition, and then there was some cardstock version that you could put in a binder. Uh, neither was nearly as inclusive as the Deluxe Edition. The du- Deluxe Edition was uh, pages and pages, whereas the f- the follow-up cardstock was just basically a one-pager. Gave you some of the highlights, and the first version didn't give you all, all that much information. So it was the... Official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition, published in the, I would say, like, started in 87, 88, 1988, uh, approximately somewhere in that time frame. Uh, so I wanted to make that correction. For those of you who are out there looking for it, uh, I would I had not given it correctly. So I'm going to build upon what I talked about in the last issue, my moment for the Avengers. And because the Avengers is a team, it's often kind of roll with the punches with a with a team it's this today and it's something else tomorrow and we just accept that and move forward and i really want to eliminate that from my thought process i want to make sure i want to make sure that um i'm giving you the team i like the most and when um and what do i mean by when i mean what is the ultimate lineup for me for an Avengers team, um, and it, it's a tough, it's tough to put together. Who would, I, who would I want? Do I want the movie version that we see today, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, and Black Widow? Do I want the original team, uh, Thor, Hulk? I'm sorry, Hulk was in the movie one as well. Thor, Hulk, uh, Ant Man, Wasp, and Iron Man. Yes and no. Those are those are all nice. But what's the dynamic? I think the original team, something had to happen. The team had to be created. But I don't like that lineup. I don't like the lineup as it stood there. I, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it give a it gives us a future direction. And, and the fact that it was broken up after you know a dozen issues should tell you something. Even the Hulk left after two issues. I mean, it was. It was an ad hoc team of available people who weren't in something else. And it served the purpose for what it was there for, but it really wasn't meant to last because it wasn't a good lineup. It just didn't, it was too, the Wasp and Ant-Man were just overmatched. It was like they threw three strongs with two weeks, and it didn't, it didn't work for me. The second lineup, Captain America, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch and uh, Hawkeye, too weak. Just just too weak. Um, you really can't get... They went from having a lot of strength to having basically none. Uh, and that, that doesn't work for me either. 
So if I'm looking, the lineup you see in the movies never actually existed that way. I mean, the Hulk hasn't really been a part of the Avengers since issue two, in and out once in a while as needed, but issue two of the Avengers in volume one. It's nice to put him in the MCU, but that's not really what you saw. You saw it in the Ultimates, so I take that back. In the mainstream 616 universe, he was issue two. Um, in the Ultimates, he was part of the Ultimates, so I will stand corrected on that. Um, but that's not my favorite lineup. So what do you need in a, in a favorite lineup? What do you need in a, in a – and again, this is a team book, so it's got to have a lot of elements to make it work together as a team. Okay, you have to have a leader and a leader is somebody that people respect and will follow into battle or into a tactical plan. Um, It's somebody who there's not resentment and say, well, you're the leader today, but I don't tomorrow I'm the leader. So I don't really care what you say. It's got to be something like that. So Iron Man has taken on that role a lot more because he funded the Avengers Captain America has really been the leader, uh, whether, you know, he was in the field leader, if not the chairman. They had a rotating chairmanship uh, at times, but it's really been Captain America, truthfully. It's been Captain America most of the time that the Avengers have been in existence uh, once he came back from uh, cryostasis in issue four. So it's really, it's really about Captain America being the leader, whether he's the actual chairman or just the field leader. People look to him for leadership. Unlike what you kind of see in the movies where Iron Man kind of dictates that. That was early on. It was a little more Iron Man because uh, Captain America was still feeling himself around there and trying to get comfortable. Uh, so it's, the team has to have Captain America in it, or it's really not It's really not an Avengers team, per se. It's, it's, it's a little weird, and that happened in the um, mid-'80s. There was a time when he gave up being Captain America and was the captain, and he wasn't on the Avengers. He was out of the Avengers but it doesn't, it doesn't seem to have the gravitas without Captain America there. So you got to have Captain America. I think you have to have Iron Man. Um, and I mean Tony Stark Iron Man. I don't mean James Rhodes. I don't mean whoever this new girl's going to be. I mean Tony Stark because you're not just getting Iron Man, which is nice. You can get War Machine and do a lot of the same things from that standpoint. But you got Tony Stark who brings his brain as well. So he brings um, gadgetry, and he brings the futurist things. Not an overpowering Tony Stark. Not not a Tony Stark of today, but a Tony Stark of um, of the mid mid to late seventies, early eighties, where he's got flaws. They haven't been completely exploited, but he's got flaws, and he desperately is trying to be a better man. He's not as cocky and brash uh, as he was early on, or as he is today, more so. So you got to have that era Tony Stark, and knowing the armor has limits. Limits are good. I mean, to, to make a good team, to make an interesting team, it, there have to be limits. They can't be all-encompassing, all-powerful. So Tony and Iron Man have to have limits. They can't just go full out forever, no power drain, no nothing. There's got to be limits. And, and the old golden red Avengers uh, or uh, Iron Man armor from that era with the pods on the side and the, the slits for the, for the nose and the, or for the mouth and the eyes, 
that's the kind of Iron Man you're looking for. Whether the faceplate is looks like a face or slides on, doesn't matter. But that's the type of Iron Man you're looking for. Just enough gadgetry to be dangerous, but not so overpowering that it, it just seems way out of the realm of possibility. Again, we're talking about comic books, so <laughs> comic book possibility. So you've got your tactician with Captain America. You've got your inventor, futurist with Iron Man. What else do you need? Um, I think you need a demigod uh, on that roster. And and there's been a couple, um, not counting Moon Dragon. She was self-proclaimed demigod. I mean, like Thor or Hercules. Um, I think the two of them can't be on the same team. It doesn't work when they're both on the same team. So I think it has to be one or the other. I prefer Thor in that role. Um, he's arrogant, but he backs it up, at least from a battle standpoint. And he knows his limitations. He knows he's not the smartest guy in the room. He knows he's not the... Um, he doesn't want to be chairman. He doesn't ha- crave that that leadership role. Uh, he'll lead in the field of battle, and he'll follow the right people. He'll follow Captain America. He'll follow what he says. So you've got some power there that's not... You know, based on batteries uh, like Iron Man. Uh, then you got to have somebody on there who is funny, who brings some comedy. So that could be Hawkeye, or it could be the Beast. Um, and in my case, I like both because Hawkeye is always trying to prove himself. He's always got a chip on his shoulder, but he'll listen to Captain America. He'll do what needs done, and he's just an archer, but he's got trick arrows, and I think he brings something special there. You bring the beast, you get the acrobatic things, and once he settled down as an Avenger, it was a good role for him, and it, it fit. Um, he also brings his brain. He's a scientist. He's a PhD guy. He's smart. So you got Iron Man, and you got the Beast. Good, good lineup there. And I think the last one I like is Wonder Man, and that's going to be a strange choice for a lot of people because he seems to be a pale shade of everything else, a pale shade of Iron Man in the brains department, a pale shade of Thor in the strength department, a pale shade of the Beast or Hawkeye in the different, you know, thought process guy. But he 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 works with that team. So my favorite team is, is that core group of people and then the hangers-on. And I, I really enjoyed the late 70s, Avengers hangers on where the roster would swell and anytime you walk into the mansion it could be you know it could be a dozen people or it could be three it could be one it could be nobody it was always you know whatever power set was needed to to attack that issue was there um and I, I go back to either um the uh, annual number 10 where Rogue takes everybody out, takes out Iron Man, takes out Thor, but they come back as a team with Hawkeye involved there. I think that works for me, that everybody can come together as a team. You throw the Wasp in as um, as a female uh, counterpart. From a power standpoint, she doesn't bring much, um, but she can go places and cracks and crevices that other people can't get to as easily. Uh, so she's a delivery method for certain things like that. Uh, and she starts to develop her powers a little bit more when she can expand and kind of do the Ant-Man thing where he expands as he, as he goes up, excuse me, and, and gives the punch, um, that kind of thing. That's, that's interesting to me as well. 
So that's my lineup. So it's Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, uh, Hawkeye, the Beast, and Wonder Man, possibly the Wasp if you want to throw her in there. Every time Hank McCoy was there, he oh, or not Hank McCoy, Hank Pym was there. He always seemed like he was out of place. He never felt comfortable. He never looked comfortable. He never acted comfortable. He'd rather be in the lab than be out doing superhero things. He was only doing it because one, uh, because um, Janet wanted to do superhero things. So that to me is is a tough one um, to add him in, even though he's a founding member. I didn't like it. It never worked for me. Uh, the Vision and Scarlet Witch, uh, kind of a package deal. Never loved either of them in that role. Um, Quicksilver, no, he was too much of a hothead. Never seemed to, he never seemed to obey orders. He never, he always did his thing, and never really wanted to be a part of the team. He just wanted to protect his his sister. And once Vision took over that role, he really didn't want anything to do with the Avengers for the most part. Miss um, Marvel coming in late seventies, maybe, um, you know, Hellcat a little bit. Uh, Moon Dragon, no. It, it's just been. Black Widow was a nice addition once she became an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. When she was a spy, obviously not. But, you know, into the 80s when she was on team with Captain America and um, Black Knight and um, Hercules and some other people, I think that worked. That worked for me in that capacity. And that, that era was a nice era for me. Uh, the leather jacket. Wearing Black Widow, um, kind of cool, but uh, you know, the lineup I've given you is the lineup for me that just gives me the most power, gives the most flexibility, gives me the most tactical advantages I can possibly have, and at the end of the day, I'm happy with that team. I'm go to battle anywhere on Earth as Earth's Mightiest Heroes with that team, versus some other team which you know maybe maybe more suited for other things but uh, really isn't suited for all things. And I think if you're Earth's Mightiest Heroes, you can't pick and choose, which they've tried to do in, of recent years. They've tried to pull out the team that needs to do the things they need to do. And that all sounds well and good, but you get people on standby. And that's not really what I want. I don't want a standby Avengers team. I want an Avengers team. I want them sitting around, having breakfast, eating a meal, and they get called into action. I don't want them saying, hey, let's call this person up there in California we're in New York. Let's get together and go. No, I, I want them there together. I want them interacting together. And that's what you had early on, uh, or at least at that point. So the early Avengers needed to happen. The current Avengers in the MCU, it works, but it's not It's not my strongest team that I want. Um, and I think there's other teams that do better. Uh, so that's my take on it. You may disagree. You may completely agree. You may say, I'd like to take this person out and put this person in. That's fine. Uh, you may have a reason for that. That's what. That's the reason I have. That's the team I like. And that's the ultimate Avengers lineup for me. Those people in that capacity, in that role. So if you have a difference of opinion, let me know that. Uh, hit me up at Comic Book Tales on Twitter uh, or uh, info at HannahTreeProductions.com for email and I look forward to your comments and your questions and your direction for this uh, these issues so again I'll talk to you soon I'm Chad uh, please join me next time for another issue of comic book tales thank you and good night <laughs>
Thanks for listening. This has been a Hannah Tree production.